listening to The Mom Podcast, a place for real talk with a whole host of different people and perspectives. We're all about fun, faith and freedom and we're so glad you've joined us. Whatever your right now looks like, we hope you'll be inspired to live out your God-given passions, purpose and potential alongside others. Jenny, uh, welcome to the Mom Podcast. Um, feels like we've not been here for ages. Yeah. But um, yeah, so it's me and we've got Abby here again today. Hello. Um, and today we're talking about tender hearts and yeah. Whatever or, that means. Yeah, how to keep your heart tender, basically. Mm. But before that, how are you? I'm good. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> it's the end of the day. Yeah, we've just been both been having like big long rants about our kids and how they both are really moody at the moment and emotional oh I know I think it's girls though yeah because you have a boy don't you I do and he's not emotional like that no so I think it's just a girl thing yeah but yeah it's, I was I think as soon as you feel like you've you're in a season where you're smashing it and like well, I say a season could be a week where they're all like <laughs> both kids three hour slot yeah, yeah. <laughs> the morning has gone well <laughs> and they're like all happy and in sync and they're not whatever Something shifts, doesn't it? Yeah, and then everybody leap, loses there's it. There's something, and it's just like, oh, oh. Yeah, and we're in the throes of that at the moment. So yeah. I'm actually quite glad to be out of the house and just talking with another adult. Yeah, rationally. But we're actually not talking. We're not talking that rationally. Like our conversation before, it didn't make like wasn't making a lot of sense. No, <laughs> we slur our words now, and we can't. And that's because, not because of gin. Yes. Because yeah. I am very, very pregnant, and you are. Yay! I'm 14 weeks and a bit. Pregnant. Yeah. With baby so. number three. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. So yeah. We're really excited. Yeah. So yeah. How have you been feeling? Fine actually. Yeah. I actually feel really good today. I've got hyperemesis again, mm-hmm. apparently. Well, yeah, I have because if I, I but they've given me new medica- new medication this time and it's been amazing. Life changing. Mm-hmm. Um just one vomit a day, literally. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> I just keep taking the drugs. Um but yeah, it means I can actually function as a human being. So that's amazing. And, that's so good. Yeah, and someone actually said to me this morning, you're coming into the second trimester, so you should feel like a new burst of energy. And I was like, ha ha, yeah, what is that? Because this morning I literally did not want to get out of bed. Um, but then I've done so much housework today for like the first time in yeah. forever. So the yeah. energy has arrived. It has. Because you are in your second trimester. I am you? officially, yeah. I googled yeah. it when I got home because I was like, I have no idea what the second yeah, trimester I know. is. I know. Um, yeah, so I think I'm a week into the second trimester. I think it starts from 13 weeks to 20-something weeks is the second trimester. It's weird how they work it out. Yeah. Because I'm technically eight months pregnant now, but I've still got eight weeks to go, so that doesn't make sense. But my app says eight months pregnant. Oh. So I wonder... I don't know. Maybe it's all wrong. I don't know. Oh, who knows? Hope the baby just comes when it comes, yeah. doesn't it? Let's be honest. You, you can't control it. No. So, so yeah. yeah. But I'm, I'm feeling at that stage now where I definitely feel a bit more pregnant. But, um, how so well like you know when you feel like I ate quite a big dinner tonight and I was like I literally can't bend in the middle because because <laughs> there's baby and food I'm like Ooh. every time I bend down I make the sounds like <laughs> I get put my shoes on yeah. <laughs> everyone's like oh my word what's happening it's like, yeah. I used Signal to have to get Dave me. to put my shoes on like towards the end of the last pregnancy I was like can you my train is on oh honestly that oh. like sometimes you just feel like you could just have a little cry yeah like because you I was wearing vans today like and they've got quite a lot of laces and oh. I was just like 
No one was there. Anyway, I, you so know, that's what you need to be teaching, Livy. Like, How do you train it? Right? So I'm going to have to migrate to flip-flops now. Yeah, it's definitely. that time, isn't it? It's the way to go. Summer's coming. It's warming up. I know. I know. But I literally walked to preschool and back and back again and back again because we dropped a love toy. Oh, no. Like, a kid's lovey toy. That's the worst. Yeah, and... Oh, but it was so hot it today. It was hot today. I was, I was like, oh my goodness me. I'm going to have to give birth in like peak yes, summer. Yes, you are. Yeah. Yeah. June? July. 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 Yeah, that's Early hot. July. I know. Hot baby hot. Ooh. Anyway. Well, to the topic in hand, tender hearts. So, what does that mean to you? <laughs> Keeping your heart tender. Uh, um, or moments like when you, maybe your heart's not been tender. I'd say tender hearts for me means not, I guess like life happens, doesn't it? And people hurt you yeah. and you allow hurt into your life or you get disappointed, you yeah. get discouraged. Just life happens yeah. for whatever reason, like pressure, fit plans not working out how you thought, mm. people saying things that hurt you or said things about you that weren't true or whatever. And I guess for me, tender hearts, having a tender heart is just guarding your heart enough and being a guardian of mm. your heart enough to know to sense when it might be hardening yeah because of self-preservation and protection yeah. so like it's we're it's natural to feel wounded by things yeah. or disappointed but it's what we do with that to keep yeah. it tender and soft and approachable and able to be kind of infiltrated with the love of god or the truth and yeah. like truth and revelation and also soft towards people so that you don't just create like you don't just plaster over wounds yeah you actually deal with them and enable you that and enable them to kind of shape you yeah and teach you things yeah 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 yeah. What about, what about you? What yeah, you I think it's the same. Like, I think there can be lots of factors that can harden your heart in different ways. I think, like you said, people can hurt you. And so then your trust is, like, broken. Mm-hmm. And you can be afraid to trust, afraid to let people into your heart, into your world. Yeah. Um, it can have a hardened heart towards God. I know that I, in the past I've had a heart, hardened heart towards God because mm-hmm. I've been disappointed or felt yeah. let down. And I think that's um, a big one, isn't it? Yeah. The disappointment yeah. thing. Yeah. Because I think we often have our own plans and agendas, don't we? Yeah. Um, or how we imagine things are going to go or we expect them to go yeah. because we think, oh, this is the good and the best way and, and things don't often always go to plan, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so, yeah. So I think those were the two big ones for me, people and God. Um, I feel like I've just navigated kind of out of having, just feeling, dis- having a little period of, discouragement yeah which has made me which i realized kind of because we went to color conference together didn't yeah. we? which was epic yeah, and was amazing, amazing and just so nourishing for the soul yeah. but it made me realize that my heart had shut down a little bit mm. towards god even like i was tr- and i think i sense i always sense when it's happening when mm. my prayers or my i find it I find it harder work. Like I don't. Yeah. I feel like I've distanced myself yeah. almost a little bit because I feel a little bit like uh, I don't, cautious. Or, yeah. Or yeah. like I don't really know what to pray here. Like yeah. I've got all these things going on, but I don't really know how to pray. Mm. And I think there's this element of self-preservation there yeah. because you feel a bit like discouraged. For me, the root yeah. of it was I just felt a bit discouraged yeah. and a bit disappointed that yeah. things hadn't 
materialized a certain way or quickly or whatever yeah and it's amazing it's not amazing but it's amazing how much you can shut stop to shut down yeah without really realizing it it's little small decisions yeah. isn't it and then before you know it you've got this kind of different a god that you knew as tender and protective and loving mm. and fierce in his devotion to you and for you and good and yeah. faithful and trustworthy you have this in the back of your head this little niggle that makes you f- believe the lie oh he doesn't care or he's not listening or yeah or he won't do that or yeah. he's not interested in that yeah yeah or like me yeah you know what I mean? yeah yeah and then and then you distant you take another step back and then it gets a little bit harder to just press in again mm-hmm. do you know what i mean yeah totally what are the triggers for you knowing that um, you've not got a tender heart i think in the past it's been yeah probably the same like my prayer life and my faith levels yeah I think uh we went through a season where we thought we were going to move to Africa Mm -hmm. um and there were very various promises made about um finances and living situations and all that sort of stuff and it kind of all fell through and every time we get like a a a promise or a like oh this is going to happen or oh in, in a couple of weeks time this will happen or you'll get paid this in this time and and it it, like they repeatedly just kept not happening yeah and um yeah I I um I just got really cross and angry with God actually mm. and really um I don't know just fed up with him not coming through with what I thought were his like promises or his yeah whatever's when well, they weren't actually they were men's mm-hmm. like promises or lies or whatever but um yeah I just noticed I just I just didn't I just stopped praying really and and when I did approach God it was almost like he was someone I didn't know all over again yeah because I just felt like I or like I don't I'll pray because I feel like I should pray and I'm used to praying but I actually mm, I don't I'm not really feeling this out of like I'm taking off a thing because I know that this is something that's good for a Christian journey but my heart's disappeared my heart's hard and I really believe that you're listening yeah and or we'll do anything about it yeah, and I was angry. I was really yeah. angry. And I remember there was a time where <laughs> Dave and I were sat in the car outside the house that we owned, that we were currently renting out tenants, and we had the small downstairs back bedroom. I was heavily pregnant with Annabelle. We were supposed to be moving to Africa, and that had all fallen apart. Dave was supposed to have finance coming in from people, and that hadn't come. And I was angry. I was so angry at God that we'd been let down. We'd been left in this situation. And I, I proper had a rant in the car at Dave, and I was like, I'm so angry at God. Like, how can he leave us like this? And he's not come through with his promises. And I'm about to have a baby, and we don't have anywhere to live. And like, like really lost it. And I was upset and crying. And I was like, literally, the only place that we own is this car that we're sitting in. Like, and um, and I remember Dave saying, like, you know, it's okay to be angry, but you've got to do the full circle. Yeah. Like, you've got to come back to God and you've got to almost forgive him in, in yeah, some way and say that's so I'm sorry I'm sorry yeah. for being cross with you and I'm just like I'm sorry for you not coming through in the way that I thought you were going to come through and then it was like I almost had to make friends with God again yeah like in a kind of like oh I'm sorry like I know yeah. you love me I know and it's and it was, it was then meant going back to the promises that we'd had the original promises we'd had going back to God's word yeah and it was actually quite a physical process to actually mentally wrangle my mind yeah. over the hurdles that I'd put in the way about God doesn't care, God's not coming through. It's God's... like you have to retrain your yeah, thoughts. Yeah, I your really mind again. did, and I yeah. really had to. It was it was hard work to go. Okay, I'm going to choose. I'm going to choose to trust you and mm-hmm. choose to believe that you're going to come through. Yeah. Not in the ways that I think you're going to, because your ways are better and higher than mine. Yeah. And it was hard work. It's hard sometimes. Yeah. I noticed that literally in the recent thing that I had, I was starting to, anything that went wrong, 
I was almost like, oh, thanks a lot, mm. God. Mm-hmm. In, in my head, it was like, I was blaming him. Even, it could be, it was raining on the preschool drop-off. Oh, and yeah. I was like, oh, thanks. Great. You could have made the sunshine. It could have been a lot easier. But no, <laughs> now, now I'm going to get wet. And yeah. now we're all, I'm going to have to get the rain cover. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But you know how your heart, I can yeah. see like you send me. Because you go from, when you have an intimate relationship with God, you go from like trusting him with everything mm-hmm. and believing him that he's involved in everything. Yeah. But then the negative side of that is when you feel disappointed, you blame him for everything. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. I found that I had to, so going to colour, taking mm. a breather out really helped yeah. and nourished me. And I think getting to a point where you actually go, I need you to just nourish me, God. Because mm. yeah. I know I feel, just meet with me. I feel a bit dry. Yeah. And I feel like actually I just need you to yeah. encounter me again and remind me that you love me mm-hmm. and that you care. And I think even just worship does that, doesn't it? It does, like, yeah, um, really. Taking time out and chatting. Like, we had some, we chatted yeah. in between sessions and, like, with some of the other girls we went with. And just even just voicing it. Yeah. You just you actually disarm it, it, don't you? And yeah. just go, this is how I'm feeling and this is what it's been speaking to me about. But then I've come home and I haven't been following my normal Bible plan. I've been reading, going through the Psalms, but the Passion Translation. Because oh, it's almost beautiful. like I've had to, yeah. like, just meditate on, like, the Lord is my shepherd. Today I was reading Psalm 23 and it was like, the Lord is my best friend mm. and shepherd. And it yeah. was just like, just going through it and, and, and reminding yourself. Mm. You have to retrain, don't you? Yeah, you do, you do. And Which it, is so weird. It's really hard work sometimes as well. Yeah. Like, you actually have to choose to change you what to you're thinking about. You have to fight for it. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. and that You have to be... fight for your relationship with God sometimes because mm. it's so easy to just go... Especially because you can't often yeah. or ever yeah. hear him audibly. Yeah. It's like, it's so easy to just shut that door. Yeah, yeah. But you have to fight for it. So what about, have you ever had to fight for actual keep it a tender heart when it comes to like people relationships yes um I can't really think of any specifics but I know there have been instances where I've been hurt by yeah. people and not necessarily by things they've said it may have been by the way that they've perhaps treated us um uh yeah I, I, where, or where trust has been broken mm-hmm. or you've perhaps been lied to about something um and that they might be quite small things in comparison to other stuff, but it does damage a relationship, does damage yeah. a trust there, doesn't yeah. it? And um, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, and that again is a choice, isn't it? You've got to choose to trust again, mm-hmm. like, and that can be really hard. Mm-hmm. I think, especially if you can't guarantee that that person's not going to do it again, mm-hmm. and there obviously becomes a point where sort of relationships like that can come become a bit like volatile or yeah whatever the word is damaging yeah and they're not friendships to pursue or whatever but yeah friend, like accidents happen don't they like yeah um yeah what about you um yeah I think I that like when someone so like it's hard to say it without trying to without talking about Specifics. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. <laughs> well, this person. <laughs> one said this. And that would defeat the whole point of tender yeah. hearts. <laughs> or we could just do a live counselling session right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if you ever listen to this. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no, I've had instances in the past where people, like I've been hurt by mm. people. And you, there's that thing of, 
And you're right. Sometimes you actually just need to shut the door on a relationship yeah. because it's not healthy yeah. and it's, and you and and in those situations, I haven't. I don't know if I've. I can't remember if I've ever had to do that. But I would imagine you you have to just forgive them in your heart and take them before God yeah. and then yeah. just do what you've got to do. Yeah. Um, I can imagine it would be incredibly painful to, mm. to do walk something like that out. I can't remember recall any time I've had to do that. But I have absolutely had to forgive people when mm. I felt wounded by yep. what they've said or said to others about me mm. and it's come back and I've, and I've been involved in something when actually you feel like that's so un- that's so unfair yeah. like it's not fair that's yeah. not true it's not it's been put a different oh, a different way and so you have to work really hard to mm. guard your heart mm. and that's hard sometimes mm. isn't it it's really hard because you can reel yeah. from things that you've said or conversations yeah. you've had or thing yeah messages you've received you can reel from it yeah and you can keep it as well in your head and you yeah. can store it and then you start hearing other things through that same yeah. filter and you feel yeah. you, like totally you can filter everything then through, through a lens, lens of like of hurt yeah yes and it filters the way you see that person mm. or you handle it whatever and the way you re- react to that person as well yeah mm. I'm trying to think of like I know that there's been times where like I think we yeah, some people ended up moving away, but they didn't... It's not that they didn't really involve us in the situation. Like, we thought we were really, really good friends, but mm-hmm. then they, they sort of moved away and moved on and joined a different church and went a different way and everything, but they never actually spoke to us about it. And yeah. and that felt a bit hurtful because I was like, I thought we were friends. Like, why yeah. didn't you talk about this with us? And <clears throat> it took a while for me up to... I think my I, I felt my friendship had been, like, hurt, and I was like did you not trust us to like tell us that or yeah. I thought maybe I've done something wrong yeah. and it all got a bit like I got all a bit up, like confused and upset about it and it took me quite a long time to be able to and again it was Dave because he knows me so much better than I know myself he's like <laughs> do you need to forgive that person and I was like yeah probably do like <laughs> yeah. and and that was quite hard to like to yeah again like you say take them before God yeah and just say you know I, f- I forgive them yeah. and again that's a choice again like yeah. there's so many choices I know. and how we um it's and it's really hard like especially if it involves like for me it's been hard when I've like I haven't been exactly privy it's not like I've had it out with someone yeah whereas not like if you have it out in a conversation and you can, you can kind out. of process it and yeah. deal with it there and then in mm. in a healthy way yeah. I know sometimes it doesn't work like that but in an ideal world you have it out yeah but when it's like a bit a bit further removed yeah. but it's caused hurt yes it's really hard to know I'm recall a situation where yeah things were said and and actually there wasn't much truth to it mm. but it and because of that but because of it being said to other people yeah and not to me yeah but about me it was really hurtful because mm. I didn't I felt you almost feel defenseless yes like you're you don't have a chance to say your piece or yeah. defend yourself and yeah. so the wounds from that can yeah because your pride gets thick yeah like hurt, and doesn't you it? And you're like do people it. think that about me yeah and how do I show them that I'm not yes. like that and how do yeah. I explain what I actually meant and or... you can actually become like almost more fixed on how do I prove yeah how do I defend and prove myself yeah then actually go do you know what it it doesn't one it doesn't matter what people think about me two Mm. I need to deal with it directly with 
the person. Yeah. And three, I need to go before God and get him involved in this yeah. situation so that he helps me with wisdom because yeah. you can say things in the heat of oh, yeah. emotion. <clears throat> yep. That are damaging and yeah. actually you need God's wisdom because there's always two sides in mm. there. There's always two sides. Even if you feel really hurt, there's always something. There's always another story yes. on the side yeah. of, on the other end of it. And it's having a tender heart yes. to be able to hear that yep. rather than be like, yeah, but you did, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's I know so what you mean. easy to do. Yeah, having compassion to yeah. understand and see the other side as yeah. well. Yeah. And then having a tender enough heart to go, a strong enough heart to go, I'm going to forgive you and shut that door yeah. and not bring it up. Yeah. But a tender enough heart to actually feel the weight of what that mm. means. Yeah. Yeah, it's complex, oh, it's isn't met, it? Like, yeah. relationships are complicated and I think as well like it's important you mentioned earlier about um keeping short accounts as well I know I'm still on a journey about learning to do that I'm so much better than I used to be but particularly when Dave and I were first married I could hold a grudge for weeks without even really realizing it and then it would come up in an argument later and I'd realized that Dave like I'd held on to that thing and was holding Dave ransom to it for like the last three weeks you know and um and it was damaging our relationship because yeah. I would just constantly be holding these things above his head and everything that happened, I'd just add it to the list yeah. and I'd be like, this list is as long as my arm now. <laughs> and um, the poor man had no idea what was going on because yeah. Dave's really good at forgiving and forgetting and yeah. moving on. Like he's yeah. insane at that. Um, I've given him a lot of practice, not a few, but, <laughs> but um, yeah. And because uh, otherwise you do end up holding a grudge. I think women particularly yeah. are really, really good at holding grudges. Yeah. And that in itself... Being able to keep a short account, I think I couldn't do it unless I had God. Because yeah. I've, I I have to give it to him. Totally. And say, look, I'm going to choose not to carry this anymore. And I'm going to give it back to you. And sometimes I'll have to do that several times. Yeah. Like in an hour after yeah. an argument. Or several times in a week. If it's still, yeah. something still crops up. I'm like, okay, I'm giving it back to you. I'm giving it back to you. I'm giving it back to you, God. Because It's like letting them off the hook, isn't mm, it? And you have yeah. to sometimes... I remember reading in a book, the author was, it, was like, she had to imagine herself literally taking them off the hook mm. but she had to do it like 20 times yeah. in the morning just yeah. because she kept putting them back on and she had to yeah. be like no I'm taking them off the hook yeah. I'm taking them off the hook and yeah. it's it, like I think it's God understands yeah. that we're frail and mm. we we need that sometimes yeah, but definitely. you're right and the thing is God forgives people and yeah. when he forgives them he remembers it no more yeah, absolutely yeah yet we have this <laughs> incredible ability to remember everything <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean and yet we we would want when we want someone to forgive us we would want them to, to totally forget it and, yeah. yeah and treat us like yeah. we, it never happened yeah if you know what I mean I do know what you mean yeah but we don't have that capacity no but we're getting better yeah <laughs> still learning it's hard it though. is hard yeah and I think for me it's really important not to talk about it mm. with other people so I yep. think it's knowing who you that's like, a really good point. Have a confidence that you can talk about what might be hurting you, mm-hmm. but in a place where they're not going to throw a pity party for yeah. you. Yeah, or add like fuel to the fire. Yeah. And be like, oh yeah, that was yeah. so bad of them. They shouldn't yeah. have done that. Like, what a, what a cow. So and so. Yeah. You so deserve to be like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or they go, oh, that's so hard. Like, yeah. And just talk about it all the time. Yeah. But actually, you can go, no, I understand that would be really hurtful. Yeah okay, so what? What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? Can I pray with you? Yeah. And help you that way? Mm. And also someone who is, 
you can trust enough that they're not going to say it to anybody else because the last thing you want is to go like you forgive and you do that whole process Mm. that can be lengthy when you're trying to give it to God and take it back again and give it to God and then you go and you've told somebody who then when you see them for coffee they bring it up again and then they throw it you have another pity party and you're right back there yeah so it's it's fighting to sometimes I like you want to talk about it all the time don't you like I'm definitely an outward processor yeah me too but like yeah I don't there are certain people that I outward process like like you yeah I, like outward process with you completely and I know that's a safe space for yeah. me to do that and, and I can say too, whatever I like yeah and I know that you're not gonna either add fuel to the fire or throw me a pity party yeah and you will just speak the truth to me about it and but yeah sometimes it is tempting to like bring it up to yeah. anyone and everyone yeah. especially when you're in the moment and yeah. you're still feeling a bit raw from and it, the emotion bit. is raw yes yeah yeah it's but, so easy yeah and sometimes you want to have a pity party oh yeah, yeah. sometimes you like want to like, invite the whole neighborhood to yeah. just be like do you know what happened yeah like do you know what yeah. i had to deal with i remember um, i was listening to joyce mayer um and she was saying about how when she was her and her husband had had a row and she was crying she'd go into the bathroom because she could look in the mirror and see how miserable she looked <laughs> and that would make her cry even more i was like oh my gosh i've so done that like <laughs> oh my goodness and my yeah. daughter does that she gets shit like if I'm doing a hair and she's crying because she I don't know she'll stare at herself in the mirror and watching herself crying I have to open the wardrobe door so the mirror moves so she can't see which just makes it worse stop looking at yourself crying what but, um, is that? We've all been there. We like feeling sorry for ourselves. Yeah. We used to call them poms when we were kids. Poms? Yeah. So-and-so's having a bit of a pom. A poor old me. Oh, no I like that. Yeah. Pom. So, yeah, having a bit of a pom. Oh, but, yeah. But it's knowing who to talk to because mm. I know I know the people to talk to that will keep it confidential and will just mm. be like, okay. And then I know the people that I would talk to and we would be talking about it in two months' time. And every time it would be like, I'd get more and more enraged about and indignant. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You're so right. I, I <laughs> should <laughs> slander them on social media. <laughs> yes. I, I should, should go back and say this to them. Yeah, totally. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I'm going to say next time I see them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, so the other, the more dangerous one, I think, sometimes is when it just creeps in without you really knowing. When yeah. you've got like just lackadaisical with your relationship with God in yeah. general, I think yeah, that a distance grows, doesn't it? And mm-hmm. I think within that, the hardening comes, yeah, doesn't it? When you stop listening to Him and you stop seeking Him, yeah, I think you can just get a bit complacent yeah. and just a bit stagnant. And because I think God, God wants us to have tender baggage-free hearts mm. that mm-hmm. actually we cast our cares on him yeah and so when we're hurt when we're wounded we go to him yeah and he fills the cracks and the hurts yeah. and the wounds with an unconditional mm. love that yeah. actually some like fills us up and yeah which, and it makes everything else shrink in comparison yeah. like okay fine that person thinks that about you and they've hurt you but I love you so much more yeah. like and allowing that to sort of overshadow yeah the the other stuff that's totally. going on I think that that was part of my process as well was realizing how important I was to God in it all yeah. and actually it didn't matter that so-and-so thought this or didn't think that or said this or didn't say that or whatever because ultimately I knew who I was in God yeah and that, that was a big key thing for me in my like yeah keeping my heart tender towards people in in those sorts of situations yeah and, and even like it, it, like forgiving Dave when we've had our rows and I've kept all those accounts like God's like, so what? I love you more. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. So, mm. yeah. You have to fight for freedom, don't you? You do. It doesn't just come easily. No, and it's that phrase, like, in the 
verse in the Bible, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. But actually, the renewing of your mind is really hard work, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's and a it's, battleground. It is. Full of choices and decisions yeah. and constant discipline and plugging away. But so worth it. Like, I would say, I've been... Well, yeah, I think it literally you can go to bed and sleep well. Mm. <clears throat> and you... You can tell when your heart's free and tender yes. and when it's hard and bogged down. Mm. And I know which one I prefer. Yeah, definitely. Even with wounds, and that's not it's not minimising what's happened. It's yeah. just living, it's, it's taking responsibility for your life. Yeah. And we're the only ones that can live our life. Yeah. And actually going, I'm going to choose freedom and I'm yeah. going to choose peace and I'm going to choose love and I'm going to choose wholeness yeah. because it will affect everything. It affects the way... You navigate marriage, your mm-hmm. friendships, mm-hmm. relationships, yeah. the way you see the world, the way yeah. you see God, the way you get up when things happen. Because bad things and hurtful things are part of life. Yeah. And they're not going to, they've happened in the past and they're not going to stop no. in the future. No. And so actually it's just, I know how, I think there's a strength that comes when you are, ten- tenderness mm. is not weak. No. It's actually incredibly strong because yeah. it's the courage to pick up whatever and fight isn't it for Mm -hmm. freedom and yeah and control the thoughts and and discipline your tongue and go to god again and again and again and open your heart and go i'm sorry god yeah show me who you really are and that takes real courage but it's like it's the life of freedom Mm. and wholeness yeah so yeah it's great yeah do you want to pray for everyone yeah I was going to say that too. So. Were you? You're yeah. going to say it to me? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I wasn't going to. I was going to be like, shall we pray? Like, yeah, well, you pray. <laughs> okay, well, thanks. <laughs> oh, well, Father God, we just thank you. Thank you that you love us, ultimately. I thank you that you love us more than anyone yeah. could ever conceive or imagine, Lord God. And yeah, we just want to pray over this issue of tender heartedness, God, mm-hmm. and all these women and girls that are listening, and mums and anyone else that might be listening in. We just. Yeah, we just just pray for each and every one, God, that you would speak to their hearts, that you yeah. would draw close to them. I pray that you would be their guide and their teacher and areas of their life where they've allowed a hardness to set in, whether it's unforgiveness or anger or hurt, whatever it is that's hardened their heart, God, that you would just be the gentle teacher and shepherd that you are and show them yes. how to bring their hurts, their unforgiveness to you God and we just pray that you would minister to them minister deeply to their hearts and that you would just gently and carefully soften those parts in drawing close to them God and yeah just pray that for everyone that yeah you would just bring your healing healing presence and just yeah make everyone's hearts tender towards you God yeah amen amen well yeah that's it that's it we're off to bed now (laughs) Heck yes. I'm not joking. No, I'm literally thinking, right, car keys, see yeah. you later. <laughs> Is that why you keep looking that way? Yeah, I've got no. like, quick, where's the no. nearest exit? Oh, thank God, that is done. <laughs> no, I, no, seriously, bedtime. Yeah. I was literally looking, thinking, yeah, 10 to 9. Is Deep. that what it is? Decent. Great. And it's still light outside. No, crazy. So you can you can see my all the weeds in my garden. It doesn't look that bad. But don't you think it's distressing? Because you know how, like, when we used to record podcasts and it was dark, you yeah. could have one, you could afford one area of your life to be in chaos <laughs> and no one would see. But now, no, can see your garden. everyone can see. Yeah. So it's like the pressure. <laughs> Not really. I don't care. <laughs> and now we're rambling. Really yeah, must anyway. go. 
Okay, bye then, girls. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, and we hope to catch you again on the Mom Podcast. Bye. Mom is committed to empowering women to live out their God-given passion, purpose, and potential alongside others. To find out more and connect with us, visit mumsonmission.org or follow us on Instagram. We post new podcasts every second Wednesday of the month, and you can subscribe on iTunes so that you never miss an episode. Wherever you are, whoever you are, you have value, purpose, and the potential to change your world and the world for good.